You might as well just walk up to Cupid while he's on his lunch break and you know, crank the heat or something and yeah. him right in the face. Punch the little baby right in. We'll see that. We're almost uh, three minutes into our sports podcast and yet to bring up not one sport. Roll out. Come on, all right, welcome back to episode 96. We are back. Spencer's been jet-setting once again. He's out here living, bro. The Hot Grits podcast is back just in time for Christmas, just in time for the college football bowl season, just in time for our Bowl Mania group challenge. I'm going to get ahead of it. I wasn't in it. Listen to me. I wasn't in it. We have promoted this thing. No, it's all good. I got ahead of it. Can I tell you that we did a guest spot at the person, John Carr, who's sponsoring the Bowl Mania group. Right. Okay. Right. We go drive to his office in person, interview. Okay. People take time to edit it, post it, publish it. We promote it on I Twitter. Took, yeah, Facebook. I took time to We're post texting. It. You're promoting it. Yeah, You're doing I'm a great job it. on Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. You know what I mean? All this legwork. And then <laughs> and then it comes down to 24 hours before the bowl games start. I'm gonna give you your piece. Right. Just let me get this. Let me All tell right. the people here what happened. 24 hours before the bowl game start, I send you a text. Okay, just not telling you to read the doc, which I gave up on. You, you're not going to do that. But just you got to join. Good for you. The group. I texted you because tomorrow the games start. And how crazy would that be if you actually didn't join the group that we spent so much time promoting? Right. Question mark. And I think you said laugh out loud. Okay. I did. You did not enter the group. How so, did you not so enter the group? Here's the thing, dude. I was sitting over a lobster dinner whenever you texted me that. Not just a lobster dinner, a steak and lobster dinner. You know what I mean? And a really nice salad before the steak and lobster dinner. So you can understand. I'm going to write down it. my rebuttals. You get it, right? Uh, uh, well, I don't get it because you know what, thing. dude? There's no excuse, you, honestly. You know like, what it's you can do? Bad. It's pretty bad. When there's lobster but, on the table, you can still decide between Old Dominion and Tulsa. You can do that with a thumb, <laughs> pal. You can do that with a thumb. There's no good reason for it, dude. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. And you know I was on vacation. You were in New York City, which I was. we'll get to. You you were in... Bad uh, look for me. And shout out to Jason Chatham. He said you may need a new co-host after that. And you know what? I thought... Hey, Jason, come on the pod, bro. That's 20, come test out hey, your skills. Listen, pal. That's 2020 Bowl Mania Group Challenge yeah. winner, Jason Chatham. To you, <laughs> my my guy. Uh, it's Just sponsored by John Carr, our guy, the best real estate agent in Savannah. Blah blah blah. You guys know him. He's basically right. just—he's basically made every other real estate agent in the city surrender by being so nice and so good at selling houses. He loves all the other real estate agents, but unfortunately, he outsells them. These people got to make money too. They got to go find other careers because John's just wheeling and dealing. Give him a call today. Tell him we sent you, and he will hook it up for you on the listing fees. Nine one two 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 eight zero nine. One six. Uh, the bowl group updates is it did not go well early for anybody. The first game, Spencer, 37 people in the group, 150 cash on the line now, 37 people in the group, 0 for 37. Game Oof. number one, not one person picked Oof. the winner. Not one person. So it didn't go well. I'm in 21st, I think, middle of the pack, but it's confidence points. So plenty of time to, to get back into it. So good luck to. The other 36 
people that are in it besides me. Um, that's not you, Spencer. You what won't game even was have that? you what? won't even have access what? to the standings. Actually, I you don't. can't tell. I don't. What game was that on Saturday? I was watching that. I just forget who was playing. Oh, you what? You want me to now tell you who was playing in the bowl games? Yeah, yeah. Play me in the. Why bowl. do you care? You didn't even pick a winner because I still like sports. You know, I don't know if I should even entertain you with this. Like, I feel like you're setting me up to get mad no. about this because I am mad about it. Tulsa beat Old Dominion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So everyone picked Old Dominion. Oh, you mean game Wild. one? Yeah, game yeah. one. I thought you meant as we're recording this Monday night. No. Uh, no, it was Middle Tennessee and question mark. I can't remember the other team. Question mark. Toledo. Okay. Toledo. So question mark one. Middle Tennessee beat Toledo, which nobody had. Uh, Wild. Not great. So thank you to John Carr for doing that. College football, we're not going to talk a lot about it because we'll have a full Georgia preview, Georgia-Michigan right. preview, and honestly, we're not going to break down these early bowl games a lot. There's a bunch of coaching changes and stuff like that, which we will get to later on in the episode. But for now, we have to at least touch on the National Signing Day chaos that happened at Jackson State and really that sent, I guess, shockwaves throughout the college football recruiting world. Uh, last Wednesday on National Signing Day, the number one recruit in the country on most websites. Some have them as two, some have them as three overall, but pretty much a consensus five-star top top of the class type right. of guy. Travis Hunter is committed and widely believed to be going to Florida State. If not, Georgia was at least in the running. Right. Their hat's on the table. Florida State's hat's on the table in front of them at his signing day at his high school in i think it's collins hill and so hunter's up there and he puts on you know the first hat non-factory throws it off we've seen that done before and then throws off the second hat which is florida state the school they thought he was going to go to then he throws off the georgia hat okay then he unzips the jacket and it's none other than jackson state university right yeah, you hated it, didn't you? You or not not that he went to Jackson no. State, but you hated the like the I hated take off the, the performance. Take off the hat. And I guess that's why I just spent so much time like recapping the yeah, video. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. We're getting at the performance now, right? The, we'll get the, to the the video that was seen by everyone listening to this already, probably, but yeah. I just recapped it for them. Uh no, I don't have a take I appreciate on that. like really really well done there. I really don't think it's that significant in terms of oh, he went to an HBCU. I do. Where Dion's I don't I don't think it's significant in that, like, we'll see now, like, a wave of this happening. No, not to HBCUs. No, it's, it's monumental what, in that it's the first time it's ever happened. It's it's monumental to me in the big name hire, for a big name hire. You know what I mean? Like, you'll see more of those, like, younger guys who have never been a coach before or maybe have been a— I don't like, think so. Pin, I, I think so. You think they'll the, start getting the number one recruit in the country? Yeah. That'll start, dude. No. Okay, it started with Penny Hardaway in basketball. That was a huge. That, that was long? a huge move. Okay, first off, that was like forever ago. I'm it really about, wasn't, dude. This isn't going to change the landscape of like, oh, Georgia and Alabama and all these other like blue blood programs are going to have to worry about getting five star top of the class guys. No, because but, of Deion Sanders is going to have them all there. No, but it could change how smaller schools go about selecting their head coaches for sure and that could change the landscape a little bit I, okay right that's a take that's yeah because that's i do I'm think at. hello savannah state sitting over there that's what i'm screaming this happened on twitter the other day with, now, with shannon sharp let me be clear he's not gonna coach the number one candidate for this job at savannah state is russell demasi that's clear yeah clear russ for press russ for okay press. if they rob us of that 
if they take that from us, then Shannon Sharp obviously is the first thing that comes to yeah. mind on Twitter. Uh, he shot that down immediately. You know what Shannon Sharp said? He said, "Shout out to our guy Brandon Collins for for throwing this at us on Twitter." Uh, he said, "I don't have the patience to coach." That's what Shannon Sharp said. Yeah, I like I like oh, how. Oh we- God forbid we ask you for some patience to come help your alma mater for like. Well, dude, you don't want to coach. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, just say that, or or probably like, yeah, they could never pay me what I'm making. At undisputed, that's no, dude. There's like, nothing wrong with saying say you, you don't have the patience to coach. Like, oh my god, there's nothing wrong with that, dude. Like Deion Sanders, Deion Sanders was known as in the league. They they thought of him on his Hall of Fame plaque. Right, the most patient man. <laughs> because that's what makes a great. I mean, he's the most patient guy. That's why you got Travis Hunter. Sure. All right, one more quick take on this. I did. I did like how uh, he called him time in that tweet. He just called him time, not prime. He called him time. Ooh, That's I like good. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't see that. I've never seen that before, so I'm, he's time forever now. Can I offer you a different thing? It would change the landscape slightly for me in this. The first thing that comes to mind when he signs with Jackson State, for me, it wasn't the HBCU thing at all. It's the fact that his coach is the only coach employed by a media company. Also, as that is interesting. Coach. Yeah. Now, that media company just so happens to be Barstool Sports which just so happens to be flooding the NIL game with these minor deals, the name, image, likeness thing. Yeah. I think that now could potentially change the recruiting landscape and change where the number one player goes. More than the HBCU thing, like uh, a small-time school has a better chance. I think it's a small-time school may have a better chance if If a brand's attached to it already. If their coach of any caliber is the head of, say – uh, ESPN, right? You know what I mean. Well, what's to stop the the third party, the the media company from? I see what you mean, but it's it. I don't think it'll change the landscape too much because it's it's not like Georgia, Alabama. Those guys don't have institutional money behind true. them. You know what I mean? True. So. And so, but like clearly historical. And no, I did. I did not have a negative impact towards. I mean, I guess some people had some dumb takes, but I thought for the most part, people were reasonable about it, and they didn't like jump to say it was going to change the game forever yeah there no. were some hot takes on the other side like he had already had pretty cha- good like recruiting he's, classes. he's doing this for hbcus and he's doing this to like and, and i saw somebody was comparing him to like what colin kaepernick did and i was like come on guys like let's be he's being a football coach come on let's be not Deion sanders i'm talking about the recruit <laughs> oh oh that he's sacrificing things on on the behalf of his people somehow by going to jackson state He's going to be the best player on the field. But he's going to be he's the... going to be making a ton of money <laughs> with name, image, and likeness deals alongside yeah. Deion Sanders. Oh, come on, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't hear people saying that. That's that's clown shit. I had to Did search I... for it. I had to really search for it. Keywords. But Coach's Corner has been doing it up since 1991. John Henderson and those guys got a good thing going. Cold beers, hot wings, a Billy TVs. TVs all over the place, and now the baseball is done. It's football in full swing as well as basketball and anything else that you might want tell your server or your bartender that the hot grits podcast sent you and they will hook it up if you want to call ahead for a to-go order 912-352-2933 912-352-2933 visit them at 3016 east victory drive we have to address the burning house Oh, I, I can tell by your tone we're talking about my Hawks. 
The Atlanta Hawks are in a bad place. Things are falling down around them. I thought them. we said we were going to skip this week. Let's just, you know, give it a week. Let the market correct itself, you know. Oh, so you're talking you're talking boycott the Hawks. Yeah. Yeah, Whoa. yeah. No Hawks ceiling this week. You know what I mean? So we get a two Wait, this week? Yeah, so we get a two week sample Let's size. Get... Also keep okay, in mind can, they had a game they had a game postponed. Okay. Oh, I knew that was ended gonna... up being a good thing because Trey was gonna miss that game. All good, dude. Right. We needed that. So thank God for COVID. So now we give it <laughs> now now we get another week, give it a larger sample size for our Hawks ceiling. Mm, sample you know size. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I like that play. Boycott the Hawks. Also, I mean, we need to do something, dude. We gotta Turn the cap upside down. Oh, what uh, happened to it's? It's still early, guy. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Oh, no, 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 it's no, no, no. late now, boys. Yeah, it's late in the game, <laughs> it's dude. It's late now, guys. You know what we need to do? What's that? I'm you all know, ears. You know what we need to do? I'm going to try just about anything. We need to hire Lloyd Pierce back on a 10 day contract. Relax. Move Nasty Nate back to uh, head assistant for just. We're not getting rid for, of Coach McNate for for no. 10 days. For 10 days. No, 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 no. Because we don't want to lose Coach McNate. So we move him, and then we immediately fire Lloyd Pierce. Replace him with Nate McMillan, and then all is good in the world, right? We I feel like it's Freaky around. Friday. We're changing roles because I got to offer you this. They're only 14 and 15. It's only 29 games. Yeah. Only 29 games. <laughs> We're going to give Coach McNate all of January to figure this thing out. No, that's what I'm saying. We don't need to fire. Lloyd Pierce is not walking back in that door. Yeah, we right? need to fire Lloyd no. Pierce. Lloyd Pierce that's is not we, we don't need to fire Nate McMillan. We need to fire Lloyd Pierce. Uh, it's, look, clear. it's not going well, and like... In the media, it's starting to get chippy a little bit. If you just follow the Hawks, like they're not losing, you know, just run of the mill average games. To no, great they're losing. Teams. They're losing in spectacular bad. ways, and they're finding different ways to do it. They're up by sixteen on Houston in the second half. On Houston, yeah, in the second half, and they possibly, blow it. Possibly the worst team in the league roster wise. Uh, uh, yeah, if not the Hawks, they're four yeah. and six in their last ten. Um. I don't want a silent treatment in them. Can we seed them this week? And hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. You had four seeds last week. I had seven seeds this week. The Hawks play the Magic on Wednesday, the 76ers on Thursday. They have to sweep those two games. don't have to. Or else we boycott. Oh, oh, or then we boycott. I thought we were already boycotting. No, we have to decide about the boycott before Christmas Day, pal. Okay. So we got Tuesday or Wednesday and Thursday games. Okay. All right, deal. So if they don't. Sweep, we boycott, but we seed them this week. Do we watch the game still? Because I still yeah, Wednesday and Thursday we're we're not boycotting them at all right now. All right, but there this is it. Now. All right, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with Wednesday you. and Thursday. Put them on notice, baby. Better sweep two and zero. Put them on notice, baby. Two and zero before the Lord's it, birthday. And dude, can I say this? It like it is nice to see them put together like three quarters of basketball because that's what they're they're blowing games. You know what I mean? And you can still see that there's a good team in there somewhere. Uh, Trey Young's been so good, except in the fourth quarter. Like, but they just become so one-dimensional when it really matters. Like, it's they have. Well, there it's a nine-seed ceiling. <laughs> no, 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 we're not the, doing that. We're not doing that this week. They, listen to me. I'm not going to put a ceiling on it, but the best All that right. they'll do this season, as far as playoff seeds go, the best they could do is number nine. Right. I'm not going to cap it with a ceiling. All right, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna move it down to five. Okay, we're gonna go to five. That's the best they could do. And I won't move it for the rest of the now, year. Now, if they lose one of those games Wednesday or Thursday, we don't tweet about it. We don't talk about it. Not the next episode. We're not going to bring it up at all. Right. Oh, man. They don't want that, bro. No. This is a strong threat. I'm going to write down the seeds just to be official about this. Deal. 
Uh, and you're right, it has been getting a little chippy in the news. You saw that thing with Kirshner of the Athletic and Trey Young. Um, yeah, I did. What, noted, noted Atlanta Hawks journalist Chris Kirshner, the Athletic, the Athletic, yeah, yeah, from the Athletic, uh, tweeted out that a non-subscriber was broke. Basically, he said, "Just say oh. you're, just say you're broke and move on." Okay, is what so he said. And Kirshner Trey, posts his story. Yeah, and then one of the comments says. Not gonna click just a classic troll job. Not gonna click this like garbage article, it, especially if I have to pay for it. Yeah, pay a dollar. I'm not gonna pay a dollar for this article or something like something that. Something like that. Is and that Kirsten, yeah, on? yeah. Kirshner says, "Just say you're broke and move on." And Trey <laughs> just body slams him on Twitter, dude. Just oh absolutely body slams him. He's like, "I'm not paying for that article either." What's that make me? Well, Clown emoji. What's crazy is that uh, the Athletic lost like 95 million dollars in the last two years yeah incredibly hypocritical the athletic is just like the the athletics broke i love it i love the athletic and i'm still a subscriber like, i can't not have it because there's no like legit... okay and so that does say something about it but it's the new sports illustrated the numbers you know are I mean? the numbers like and they're down and they're looking for a buyer at like 700 i think wow. 700 million dollars so wow um Kirchner said cool say you're broke and continue about your day <laughs> Trey, <laughs> what an idiot! Dude. What an idiot! That is so bad. And then people, so what do people do? They start screenshotting uh, and screen capturing his yeah. story and posting it right underneath, so nobody had to click the story. They could right. just read it right underneath without paying for it. Um, wow, yeah, his mentions were getting lit up. Uh, Pretty bad, dude. And Trey Young said, "He said I'm not paying a dollar for this either. What's that make me?" <laughs> Dude, I don't see, man, like, if I'm in that position, I'm just like, you know what, boys? I made a bad joke. That's on me. All right, I don't, can I say something? Yeah, I don't turn around and say, I'm sorry if I hurt you. The fire Ooh. from Trey Young there takes my seed now to an eight. And There the you best, go. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, and I'm yeah, not going to yeah. seed them, though. I mean, this, it's not a stealing. No. Yeah. But the best they could possibly do is number eight. So I'm only going to drop him one from last week. I like the fire from Trey Young. Trey comes just... off across as a little bit of a mature shit talker. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's he behaves older than he is I mean, with the shit talking you know what, what I mean? was i gonna guess that you were gonna somehow criticize his shit talking i mean that guy has never done a thing no i won't i won't criticize i won't criticize his shit talking i will ask him to stop taking 40 footers early in the shot clock in the fourth quarter well that's mighty Please. mighty that's that's a tall ask of you i can't believe you would ask that speaking of 40 footers in the fourth quarter hold on don't segue uh, where would trey young be in the mvp voting in your eyes if, if if they were if they were the one seed no 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 if the media and the world saw the light like you do five. like if they correct, Give me a five you think he's a top five MVP candidate yes he's top three in points and assists total yes they're eleventh in the Eastern Conference yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they were winning more games, okay, okay, no, no, not right now. I thought now. you were gonna say he's, like six or seven. He shouldn't seven be. He shouldn't be top five right now with their record the way it is. But the way he's playing in a vacuum, the fuck the record. All right, you know what? In a vacuum. All right, five. All right, I'll grant you that. Yeah. Now that you've limited it with like ten yeah. different qualifiers, <laughs> dude. But speaking of forty footers, let me let me segue. Speaking of forty footers that shouldn't be taken other than by this dude, your boy was in the garden, dude. Oh, great segue. Your boy was in the garden. You were in Madison Square Garden. Dude, come on. For Steph Curry breaking the all-time three-point record. You texted me that day, and dude, I, like, look, 
I was happy for you. I genuinely smiled. Like I got kind of goosebumps. I was like, no way. I was like, no way. Because like even even my old man said it when I told him. He, he said he goes, Spencer really likes the NBA. Like he automatically assumed immediately that you went to New York to watch. To you know what I mean? Come on. And, and that was believable to him yeah. because of how much you like the league. Yeah. And I just said, I go, yeah, he loves the league, man. Like he loves the league. This league. What was it like, bro? Madison Dude, Square Garden for, for I mean, that. first off, uh, I'll tell the story about the whole ticket thing, like how, how that came to be in a little bit. But the, being in Madison Square Garden is like something else, dude. It doesn't look like it's meant for basketball for some reason to me. It looks like it's meant for like... That's your first time there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, like... I went... I saw the inside of it not during a basketball game. Right. What were so, you there for? Uh Oh, Love that question. Okay. Uh, my eighth grade year. This actually, is a podcast. That's what we do. We listen, talk to each other. Yeah. No. My eighth All grade right. year. Okay. Middle school. Slam. I was in. You had to take an elective, and right. I couldn't draw. Couldn't play an instrument, and so therefore I was in choir course. Uh, little did I know that this course, my eighth grade class, was like filled with fantastic singers. They get selected to oh, be yeah. the so National good. Children's Choir. So good. For the year, and they fly us to go sing in Carnegie Hall, and in like these like fantastic like Italian opera types, so, like really difficult pieces. And they were like, oh, "Are you an alto, tenor, bass, soprano?" Yeah. And I go, "I don't know those words. I don't know what that means." So you're just mouthing the words when you're up there. Well, it, like everyone was in on it. Even when I got to Carnegie Hall, like I'm sure my choir teacher like told the head conductor guy, like, "Listen, like he's a good guy. He understands his role here." Like, <laughs> So like they, I never had teachers coming around to me like fixing my mouth and like my yeah, like, yeah, yeah. fundamentals of like they knew what we all knew what yeah, was happening yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so were I you just up there mouthing it? Uh, no, I mean like protect? I made sounds. Okay. Like uh, I, you know, I'm I was still top one percent singers, dude. How, in the world at that time? How did this go from me seeing one of the most remarkable things to ever happen on a basketball it's a podcast court to it going to Utah? Okay, so it's we a, were in Madison Square Garden, right? Mm-hmm. The the cathedral, you know. Mm-hmm. And I get to see Steph hit the three, you know, both threes. And the entire time, like that first 15 minutes of real time, when we're waiting on him to hit the second three, every time he gets the ball, everybody stands up. And when he passes it, sits back down. Everybody sits Yeah, I was watching you on TV. It looked like that. Up, down. And like, you know, New York fans were like starting to like curse every, like just, they were just mad just because they stay at that level of mad all the time. Oh, yeah. Like, well, let's just get this over with. Like, bro, like, no, yeah. this is what we're here for. What are you talking about? Uh, like, even like Spike Lee was, it's almost like they're above it. And I even thought at one moment, I was like, I wonder if they'll stop the game once he does it. Oh, and, yeah. then, and then like two seconds later, I was like, no, no, no. They have to stop the game yeah. once he does I, it. I had of that course. same thought go through my and head. And that's why I think like the Knicks fans like Spike Lee, they're, just, they're never going to be happy about that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, in our house, and they'll hug them and, t- and credit tweet, about them. How credit to is. them. Everybody was like, it was, I it was mean, a lengthy, like, it, was, it almost like felt ten, like 20 minutes. It was almost 10 full minutes. Like, it, it was, felt forever. But, um, dude, well, I don't want to get into Everyone probably saw it by now, yeah. but logistically, you had the trip already planned in New York with your girlfriend. Right. So I had a credit from like last year's Knicks series. I bought tickets to go see the Knicks series. I had like tickets to game six. Hawks, in, Knicks? Yeah. In Atlanta? In Atlanta. Okay. And it didn't go through. Like, uh, we didn't end up playing game six, so I had this massive credit for two seats. Like, Shout out, Hawks. Yeah. I had this massive credit that I hadn't used, so I used that credit to buy tickets to Warriors Knicks because I just so happened when? to be in New York. When did you buy those tickets? Like, legit four months ago. Okay. I bought these tickets. Can, can we price them? 
Yeah, yeah, I don't mind. So I, I didn't pay anything because I already had the credit. And you I paid zero dollars for the tickets. Yeah, so I, I got like a I got like a forty percent credit on what I had already paid to keep to keep it in. You know, SeatGeek, I think is the, the one. The Hawks used. did that for you by being yeah, dude. How wild is that? I paid you zero. You give to them, they give to you. I paid zero dollars. And when I checked what? before the game, when I checked before the game, like legit like six hours before, because the night before, Monday night, I was watching the Pacers game on my phone. I was like checking it. I was like, please The Warriors. Don't, please don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he. And he. So he leaves himself one short. And I was like. I, I immediately knew I could sell the tickets like if I wanted to and pay for the whole but trip. You didn't know it was going to do what it did. I didn't know. I had no idea. Six hundred percent. It went yeah. up overnight. Our seats, our seats, like there was two or three seats like right next to us for like twenty five hundred dollars, bro. All right, your lady <laughs> just sold it. Your but lady it was, is a lovely lady, but yeah. let me ask you: this. Never did you got what could you have gotten for one of the tickets? Twenty five hundred dollars. Okay, so let me just ask you this: She. You never thought about like bribing her to go do whatever she wanted with like a thousand dollars? No. So you guys no, no, could no. both pay for everything on the. No, the headache of trying to find her in New York City. I would City never alone. do that if it was like a, a normal amount of money. I mean, yeah. we're talking about zero dollar ticket over overnight becomes a twenty five hundred dollar ticket. Honestly, the thought of I've never sold. And she something. wouldn't be like in you know Pooler, Georgia. It would be in. New York City, yeah. she would have. I've never thousand. sold something on that exchange or anything like that. So, like, I was paranoid. Like, what if I try and sell this and the sale doesn't go through and then just nobody goes to the game and I don't go to this fucking awesome Or it takes moment. too long to get in. Or yeah. Something. So I was like, yeah. screw it, dude. I'm just going. Like, I dude, it's almost like you wish it would not, like, you didn't, you were sitting on just a piece of paper and the ticket. Yeah. <laughs> and then it became like a pot of gold. Yeah. It was and nuts. You're like, don't touch the pocket. Don't look no, at it. No, but now I got like, I got those memories forever, dude. It was, it was awesome. That's I'm legendary. Glad I, yeah. I'm glad I didn't sell them actually. I, I saw Jeter's last game in Fenway. It was dope. And I got lucky because I yeah. already had the trip planned like a year in advance. Yeah, yeah. And so I got to do that too. And it was on my birthday and it was like a similar thing where I paid almost nothing for a ticket to instantly became so dope dude yeah it was awesome um that is a sick sick story though like a sick memory that's probably one of the coolest things easily the coolest sporting event i've ever been to just like it wasn't even like that great of a game but like just the coolest thing to see you know ray allen all those dudes there reggie miller coming out on the court you know what i mean did you see any of the stars you're like 18 rows up right yeah yeah yeah, i saw yeah there was a bunch of people there like Pete Davidson, like you know, right? I mean, that's like, what she was excited about. That was so. That's what killed me. Dude. She's like Pete Davidson's right there. I'm like, oh my. That's God. who she went with was Pete yeah. Davidson. Yeah, because he's dating Kim Kardashian or whatever. Man, Pete Davidson has figured something out. Yeah, truly, because yeah. the back of his baseball card is starting to really look. Agreed. I mean, he has put together some stats. You know who else has figured stuff out? You're just full of segways. Yeah, dude. I got it. Go ahead. Your boy Logan Paul has figured it out, dude. Okay. Was it, was it Logan or Jake? I think it's Jacob first. It's Jake. Uh, the knockout heard around the world. Savannah's premier indoor baseball training facility, SBPA, is owned and operated by Ross Howard, and together with instructors who have played college and professional baseball, Ross and SBPA offer customized instruction year-round for baseball and softball players from ages 8 to 80. Think about that. 8 to 80, it's a young man's game. Full-length batting cages, pitching mounds, and a state-of-the-art technology to measure improvement are just a few of the highlights over at the Academy. Call Ross at 912-484-5282. 
and visit the Savannah Baseball Performance Academy on Facebook for programs, teams, camps, and more information about how to take advantage of this great venue. Savannah's only year-round indoor baseball facility, Ross Howard, our guy, helping us out sponsoring the Hot Grits podcast. Give him a call, 912-484-5282. Jake Paul knocking out Tyron Woodley. People are saying he took a dive. Some people say he took a dive. I don't think he took a dive. I but. saw that, and like it's people that I have on my boxing list on Twitter, like people that I generally respect, and they were at least throwing out there. And so I looked at the video. I didn't order the fight. Yeah. But I, like millions of other people, I got on and saw the 16-second knockout. That was one of the cleanest knockout punches I've ever seen in my life. It I was mean, a it was. Hard I watched punch. it a hundred times. Yeah. He got straightened up, Woodley did. Like one of those things where his neck just like yeah. stiffens up immediately and then he falls. I mean, it was... I by no means claim to be a boxing expert, but I watch a lot of boxing, dude. And If like, you throw a fight, you don't throw it that way friend you're not yeah. taking that punch on per- nobody yeah, you, is taking that punch on you purpose. throw in the towel usually right like that's that's when you're like okay this was a job like is when somebody the corner throws him a towel like oh he was just shook you know what i mean the, well you the, don't you don't get knocked out cold like that dude exactly and, but like, their that argument could, was that it was the sixth round and yeah. woodley was on some cards winning the fight on most cards within two rounds right okay so what this thing was not over with four rounds and it Six rounds in, he had won two Bam. rounds. I mean, yeah. So that would be the what? Uh, if you throw a fight, that would be sort of the philosophy, right? Right. Don't make it look too and, bad. Let's carry it five or six. And dude, if you watch the fight, like it becomes clear, Jake Paul can throw a really hard punch, but neither of them are like good. You've boxers. seen the fight. Yeah, yeah, I saw I saw like bits and pieces of it, but I've also seen. I have. I've only I saw, seen the sixteen seconds. I saw the other. One where Woodley fought. I don't. I don't know if he fought Jake or Logan. The no, first no, this, time. Is, this is number two. The same. Okay. Fight. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I saw the other one, and like neither of them are good boxers, like technically good boxers. So it's believable that he could just get rocked. You know what I mean? Like not have his hands up and get rocked. I, I buy it. I don't know. What? Like, are we really starting to? Because I was not. I didn't even know who Jake Paul was when the celebrity boxing matches first started. Now that makes me a dinosaur, I guess. But. I definitely know who he is now. I did not take him serious, and I still don't take him serious. Like in the world of boxing, no, not in the world of champions, like contending for belts. But no. if this guy does this and cont- he's getting bet, he looks better. All boxing people, which I, I defer to on this, are saying the same thing. He is making the strides that you would have to make every right. six months, as far as what he looks like. What you know, when they see him, they're like, okay, this is terrible, terrible, terrible. The next time they see him. All right. of it almost yeah, has gotten. Yeah. So he's obviously working at it, right? Yeah. And he's not like going to the cards on any of these fights. He's fighting nobodies, but still, he's knocking them out. Yeah. If he does it five or That's six. That's a big old duty. He does it five out, or six you know more I mean? times. Like that was a stocky dude. He just knocked out, and it's not like the average man can't put on a pair of boxing gloves no. and knock out somebody, even if they're. They guard is completely bounce around down for six rounds, dude. You would well, be exhausted. No, I mean, like, even if your opponent has their hands down and you're like, "All right, hit me," the average man can't knock them out in a punch. True, you know, what I mean? the average Good man point. can't do that. So, like, especially not to a man that looks like Tyron. Wood, yeah, right? an athlete, dude. And that was a hard ass punch, dude. So I, I, I don't know the technicals, but like, that was a real punch. And I mean, sure, maybe he could fight some like lesser talented, like actual. I don't, boxers, yeah, I don't know what his road would. I don't be, know. But here, assuming why he that would do all that. of it is clear for him. If he has the option, 
if a pro won't fight him, which he has said he'll basically fight anybody because he's a he's not an idiot. Like, yeah. If the best boxer in the world actually took him up on it, he'd still get in the ring because he'd be down to lose for that amount of money. Yeah. Obviously. If the worst pro boxer around schedules Jake Paul, takes a chance, that worst pro boxer becomes a goes from a nobody to having a chance to be the first man to knock out Jake yeah. Paul. That is coming. That could like if he's seven, eight, no, as an amateur, making millions on a card, on a fight card, somebody's gonna take him up on it soon. And it's gonna be a sanctioned fight. Yeah. And that thing will do numbies if that happens, dude. <laughs> Trust. Numbies. Trust me on that. Um, check out Dugout Mugs. Dugoutmugs.com slash Braves. Use code GRITS for 30% off. Uh, last chance before the holidays. Check them out. Dugoutmugs.com slash Braves and use code GRITS. G-R-I-T-S. Handmade aluminum mugs, wooden mugs from actual baseball bats, from the barrels of actual baseball bats. Hot liquids, cold liquids, anything you could find for your home bar or you can need for your home bar. There you go. You could find on dugoutmugs.com. Use code GRITS. All right. Uh, Urban Meyer got fired. Spencer, uh, when will he get a job coaching at a major college football program? Is it before or after 2023? Ooh. You can't so pick. Like you Year's, cannot pick. New Year's Day 2023? Right. And you're not allowed to pick the year 2023. It has to be 2024 what? or after. Yes. Before or after 2023. Urban Meyer coaching a college football team. That's not fair. Because okay. it's clearly well, 2023. Life's not fair, pal. It's, cr- it's clearly 2023. It's, it's not. It's it's after 2022. Take that much. It's not. It's going to take a year. Hmm. You think you think so? Yeah. This is the first time we've seen Urban Meyer leave somewhere not on his own. Right. Bro, that was bad. But that he was... got fired. Is what I'm saying. He didn't hang it up because he said he wanted to. He did. He obviously did not want to hang it up. I, dude, I, I, I think you kind of got got to let the stink just. He might get hired in the next two months, bro. Dude, you got to let the stink just fade away for a little bit, man. If you're he was him, having, or if what, you're at school, yeah. What kind of parent is sending their kid to go right now? If you found out all this stuff about Urban Meyer, how he's treating the players and coaches, and like. Stuff he says and the stuff he does at his own bar. What kind of parents send in their kid to go get coached by Urban Meyer, dude? What kind of school? You think parents have any say over what their kids, what school they signed to? You think Travis Hunter's parents knew he was going to Jackson State? I think they were heavily involved in the decision. Yeah, I mean, I don't know everybody. You're telling me you think Cam Newton's dad was actually paid paid money? Well, okay. Yes, I do. (laughs) Okay. No, I can see what you're saying. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So, if no, 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 I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. Okay, I, I think Urban Meyer could be a coach somewhere in two months. We'll see. Wonder if Savannah State makes a call. He could be Russell's OC. Yeah, that was I was about to go down that route. Yeah, Byron left, which I'll always remember him for what he did with that Jaguars team. He's a legend. Besides Mark Brunel, who's the who's the most well known Jaguars player of all time? It's not a long Oof. history. Mark Brunel was the guy, right? Maurice Jones-Drew? Uh, yeah, it's Maurice Jones-Drew, I would say. It's not, look, it's not a long list. Yet. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't a great on list. On their Mount Rushmore, they might, they might have just like room for one more. 
could just be three people. <laughs> Mount Rushmore, they've got some defensive players. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey, yeah. there for a year. Uh, uh, so like, I think you're saying Urban Meyer never going to coach again. No, he'll coach again. No, you're committing just, to never coaching again. No, he'll coach again. It'll just be a while. I think 2022. All right. So next year, deal. Tiger Woods is back, boy. That was awesome. Nobody was- benefited more this weekend in anything in their life more than PNC. The PNC Very championship good was, take. Nothing, hey, was good, nothing. Good take. Good take, Travis. Thank you. Good take. Thank you. That was good. You're too kind. Dude, it was pretty pretty dope to see a 12-year-old be better at golf than I'll ever be. You know what I mean? He, dude, he, This he, man is so sick. He actually outshined. Like, he was... I was pumped to see Tiger back. Yeah. But, you know, admittedly... At the end, I, I I wasn't even really paying attention to Tiger. I was just like trying. I was like, knock it close, Charlie. <laughs> I found myself saying that, saying things to a 12-year-old boy to the TV screen that like probably shouldn't be said. You know? Tiger, did Whoa, you watch pause, it? Pause, brother. Pause. Sus. Sus. Pause. Pause. Sus. Anyway. Time on time. Yeah. Did you course, watch? Of course I watched okay, it, Okay. Did you see Tiger like marking his ball on the green and stuff? Yeah. It did not. Like his shots looked, and his swing and everything looked. Okay, better than anyone thought it would be at this point, yeah. and more than like serviceable, I think. Yeah, there's still like some flaws, obviously, but the in between shots and the marking and bending over to pick up the ball and stuff that was kind of tough to watch. And he had a cart the yeah. whole time. He was not going to play that tournament without a cart. Like, yeah, he couldn't have done it. And he's so come he's out- still a long way away. I I think Augusta is just too is asking too much, bro. Yeah, he's also come out and said that he won't like. Because the PGA Tour will make exceptions if you have like an extreme oh, disability. He's always said that. Yeah, yeah, he won't. He won't take a cart. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think Augusta's too much. You got to ramp up for that, dude. And like, I don't know. Maybe Augusta next year. Maybe uh, I don't know why he. I, would, I think maybe if he plays I had it my some... way, he would play in the British Open in no shot in in July. No shot. Ain't no way. He won't, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You it's, say no way? I said he would never play golf again. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe. Yeah, 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 maybe. I just don't know that you play. I don't think that that's the the championship you want to play in. You know what I mean? I don't know. Oh, the British Open? Yeah. I'm not calling it the Open, ever. I don't care what they say. It's the British Open. Fair enough. Uh, okay, the Dolphins, I told you they'd be 7-7 seven seven by Christmas Day. I promised you that I delivered on that. Uh, the Falcons, unfortunately... Uh, they're not. They're not going to make the playoffs. We won't spend a lot of time on this. Um, now, what really, was that on Sunday? Dude? The world is watching for your seven point five wins bet. Now we are talking. This is exactly where we thought we'd be, folks. Six and eight. You got a cupcake, a cupcake, and nobody. Bills at Bills is going to be tough. Home against the Saints to end the season. That should be a win. They don't play like they did against Tampa. It's possible. I, you know, I've I've basically just given up on it. If it hits, it hits. Dude, they had no business losing that game to that team. And they got their ass kicked, 31 was, to 13. They're a better team than San Francisco. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, they just should be. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo is a bad football player, dude. He shouldn't be on a roster anymore. And- <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo has played in seven professional football games in his career. <laughs> where he, where he oh, did. Thought, no, no. Where he you were had, making a he's always hurt joke. Where he did not have an interception. Really? Okay, where he threw zero interceptions. He's appeared in seven games where he has thrown zero interceptions. Two of them have come against the Birds. Oof. Two of them. That's tough. 
Okay, can I tell you that the Falcons have given up? This is a real stat for a six and eight football team here. They've given up more points than any other team in the NFC. The most points in the league they've allowed. They've scored the fewest points in their division. They're dead last in points scored in their division. And they've allowed the most points in the conference. It's pathetic. And you're still somehow in play for over (laughs) 7.5. If... Am I a genius? Am I a good better? They're going to beat the Lions because the Lions won last week. Yeah. Over the Cardinals. Okay, so they're going to be at 7 and 8, Spencer, with 2 to play. They're going to lose at Buffalo. They're going to be 7 and 9. They're going to lose. With New Orleans at home in the final week where New Orleans will not make the playoffs. The Falcons will also not make the playoffs, but you'll have everything on the line. <laughs> in week 18, the only time you've watched them all season, you will have to watch. Thank you for breaking that down for me. I didn't I didn't I didn't uh, know the road. We do we said this like Four weeks ago, we're like this. Okay, well, here's how this will happen. Yeah. Like, and that's exactly how it's going to go down. What a guy, dude. What a hedge better. What a bet. What a hedge better. Anything else? That's good. All right, I'm going to leave you with this before we move on from episode 95. Georgia Southern's women's basketball team. 113. Carver College, 15. They won by 118 points, <laughs> 118 points. Oh, man. What do you even do if you're on the other team? If you and I were allowed to play 40 minutes and like we would, they would score by walking down the court because sometimes we would just stop for water. Yeah. yeah. We're going to give up 10 points here. Yeah. We could probably score more than 15. I agree. I agree. Right. If we're given 40 minutes. Yeah. Good. Like hit some prayers. Yeah. We'll get get a little back to the basket action (laughs) moving. You know what I mean? Like, Nobody's blocking that fade away. You played some hoops. I was in yeah. 2010. I was an honorable mention all region selection. Yeah, and 5.3 points. They always said I had a quick first step. That's that's what they that's what they always said. He's got really? a quick first step. A quick first step. All the other steps after that, not so quick. But the the first one, real quick. They say good good clubhouse guy for me. <laughs> uh, they would say uh, elite offensive score gives you nothing on the defensive end. Yeah, I, I can see that. Overall, my type of player. You shouldn't have the frame. You know what I mean? Real slender. I can't believe you didn't join the bowl group. <laughs> so on brand. I can't That's believe That's what Johnny you Carr know. said. So on brand. I love it. I should boycott you from giving your Twitter profile, but do it anyways. My Twitter profile is Spencer Maddox. It's at Spencer Maddox underscore. Excuse me. At Spencer Maddox underscore. Don't you dare forget that underscore. The underscore is at the... It's at Spencer Maddox. It's at Spencer Maddox underscore. Underscore. Yeah. There is an underscore. Yeah. Okay. At Jadon Sports for me. At Podcast Grits for the show. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Thank you guys. We're through 96 episodes after this. Stay safe. Wash your hands, you filthy animals. Peace.